0: Big things might be coming in the election fight. You know, I know, you know how I know it's big? It's because no one in the news media is talking about it. And I think it's it's actually pretty ingenious. Corruption and spycraft are invading the Democratic Party. Prepare for more of this in the next four years because the Democrats assume nothing will happen to them. And I don't talk enough about the stupid In politics and I I put these stupid in quotes because some of this stuff is so stupid I I don't know why I don't do this because it make this whole thing into a comedy routine let's spend a little bit of this show actually talking about the stupid this is Gene and you're listening to dumbasses talking politics hey hey this is Gene welcome back to dumbasses talking politics You know something? Let's God bless Texas. I swear to you, I love Texas. I want to move, but my fiance doesn't. And I'm not sure I want to move to Texas because Texas is getting kind of weird. They're kind of leaning to the left a little bit, but they do shit that I really respect. Texas has filed a lawsuit against the swing states, stating that those states use the China virus as an excuse to break their state laws and fix the elections. This is an important lawsuit because it can be heard and it has to be heard in front of the Supreme Court since this actually is an interstate conflict. So federal courts, all these BS courts that are going on with the Trump administration, um, it doesn't matter. I mean, the Trump administration basically is done in Pennsylvania. The uh, Supreme Court said they will not hear uh, the Pennsylvania arguments. It's over in Pennsylvania. But what Texas is bringing up is really important because now they're basically saying, hey, Texas doesn't agree with what Pennsylvania did, and therefore Pennsylvania shouldn't have a say. That is awesome. What gets better is on Tuesday, four other states announced they'd be joining the lawsuit with four others that haven't made their announcement but are leaning towards that. This is going to be important because if you have 8, 10, 12 states that are sitting back and saying, hey, we got a problem with frickin' Philadelphia determining the election, or Milwaukee determining the election, or uh, Atlanta determining the election, the Supreme Court is going to sit back and say, well, maybe we do need to hear this. This is also an excellent point to argue because we don't need to prove there was a number of people that voted fraudulently. We just need to show fraud in this case in the system. And that might overturn the vote and require that there be forensics audits. Now, we're getting really close here to the end of this. Uh, December fourteenth, I understand, is when the Electoral College votes and that a lot of the states have to certify their elections. But let's not forget, that doesn't mean it's the end. All right. It does not mean it's the end. It just means, okay, they can Electoral College can do whatever and they can certify the vote. That's fine. But that doesn't mean on January seventh the, the, the courts sit back and say, um, uh no. Uh, We're going to need to do a Friends of God. It now does that mean there will not be a smooth transition or President Trump will not be president on January? Not at all. But at the worst, at the absolute worst, we're going to see problems, irregularities, probably fraud in the elections. And even if President Trump does not, is not sworn in on January 20th. And it's looking like he probably won't be. I mean, it, looking at what President Trump did last week, and we talked about it yesterday, it doesn't look like he's, he's planning on being president on January 20th. The reality is now we have problems in our electoral process that need to be addressed. Uh, you know what makes this so exciting? I am excited. I am pumped about all this. When this goes to the Supreme Court, and I believe this is a when, Ted Cruz, a master at debate, a who has argued in front of the Supreme Court multiple times, has already said, and by the way, I didn't call him a master debater because I know where that's going to go in the comments section, but it actually means we could actually see this debate work. And he does not take on debates. He cannot have a chance of winning. Oh, this could be so exciting. I I know that the Supreme Court actually does not go on television. Oh, wouldn't it be fantastic if they did for this one? It could be awesome. Here's the thing. Here's our Kraken. This was our Kraken. Texas did a fantastic job. This is the Kraken. Because you need to prove... The problem is when you go to, when you go to like, let's say Arizona, you have to prove that there were 12,000 people, 12,000 votes that are either corrupted or wrong. And that's enough. The problem is the Trump administration doesn't have enough time or the resources to come up with that. They could do it in Arizona. When you're talking about Pennsylvania, that gets a little tougher. There are a lot of people there. Can you show that 100,000 votes... Well, yeah, you can if you have a year to do this. You don't. This is what my father doesn't understand. This is what a lot of people don't understand. There's not enough evidence. Yeah, you can show me that 2,000 people, 2,000 votes were illegitimate. That's great. But can you do it for 100,000 votes? That's a problem. Texas took it a different direction, and it's an awesome direction. You know who else thinks it's an awesome direction? Ted Cruz who's ready to go after him. And I got news to you. This will launch us into a constitutional crisis. This is what's so awesome about this whole thing. Now, remember, politics, always enjoy politics. Always have fun with it. This is a constitutional crisis. If the Supreme Court, let's just say, after the electoral college votes says, wait a minute, we need to look at Pennsylvania. We definitely need to look at Georgia. We definitely need to look at Nevada and Arizona they sit back and say this, we are in a constitutional crisis. We are in new territory, which by the way, is kind of awesome. So it, it, trust me again, enjoy it. Like my dad gets very upset about this whole thing. Uh, I That no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, it probably may not. Ha- it probably is not going to happen, but watch this. This is history. It's really kind of cool. In this next couple of stories, this is what we're going to have to deal with in the next um, four years, because Democrats just don't give a damn. Democrats are Democrats are globalists. They give a shit about everybody else in the world. They don't give a shit about our country. Whereas nationalists give a shit about our country, and this is a very, these couple of stories are very disturbing. Uh, this deals with the corruption. This deals with corruption and it deals with spycraft. So the first story is uh, Ilhan Omar, and she's got some splaining to do, but no one seems to be holding... This broad has been in Congress for two years. She barely won her last election, but no one seems to hold her to the feet to the fire. So let's take a look at some of the things Ilhan Omar has done in the last two years. Um, she was accused of tra- tax fraud because she was a tax fraud. Um... We're going to get to the tax fraud thing. I probably shouldn't have put that as first on the list, but she was married to her brother, to her brother, to get him into the country illegally. And that's where some of the tax fraud comes in. Because she was also married to someone else while she was married to her brother, she filed taxes under her and her husband's name, supposedly he's legitimate but she was still married to her brother who filed taxes under her name. Oh, shit. Okay? This was done right when she came into office. Guess what? No one looked it up. She had an affair with the owner of a company she used for her campaign. He was married. She was still married to a guy. And that guy she was married to wasn't her brother this time. Um she denied the affair when someone questioned her about it. And then on Twitter posted that a week later, she married. The, the, she got a quick divorce. He got a quick divorce. And then she posted on Twitter, we both got married. Nothing was said. By the way, this isn't legal. It isn't ethical. Okay. In the house, it is actually unethical. Katie Hill who I did not think should have been thrown out of the house for what she did. This is kind of the same thing. She was accused of misusing campaign funds. What did she do? She funneled campaign funds to her current husband. Now, that's her husband now. Not the husband she married after the brother she married. Uh, Do you see the problem here? (laughs) She has tried to free terrorists. In Minnesota, saying that it was the United States that made them terrorists. She minimized the 911 attacks, calling 9 um, 11 uh, some people did some things. Remember that? She's anti Semitic. As a matter of fact, they were going to censure her in Congress and then. The Democrats who own Congress probably part of the reason why they're only two seats ahead of the Republicans right now. Probably, um, sat there, uh, bring on the Benjamins. She's for BDS. She's for um, uh, Palestine, a single, a uh, two-state solution. She ignores the fact she calls Israelis terrorists, even though it is the Palestinians, which don't exist anyway, terrorists. She's a bad person. And before you say she's a religious Muslim, she's not. She's pro-abortion. She's anti-police. She's under investigation in Minneapolis for voter fraud. A lot of that um, ballot harvesting, she apparently has been paying people to do. This is a bad human being. And she can't speak for the world. Well, she's in trouble again. Uh, so here we go. I, I I don't know where I got... Oh, Fox News reported. Uh, public records show that East Street Group, which co-owned by Omar's husband, Tim Mayette Minette, received $135,000 in payroll in paycheck protection program loans and five hundred thousand dollars in economic injury disaster loans. That's because of COVID. So he received six his company received six hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars in COVID loans, even though they didn't need it. Quote Campaign financing filings also show that the firm ranked raked in millions during the 2020 campaign for Omar about 2.8 million is what they raked in. Uh, incredible. The F the Federal Election Commission data shows that Omar's campaign sent 1.6 million to the East Street Group LLC which is owned by her husband Tim Minette from a start of 2019 through July 22nd, 2020. Now, first off, something that should be a red flag, they're giving exact dates here. This is not a secret. After that, she reported an additional 1.1 million in the third quarter and 27,000 in the following weeks. That's 1.1 million constituted nearly 70% of the 1.6 million that Omar's campaign spent that quarter. This is campaign front. Period. End of story. And no one's talking about it. Now, what I find amazing is when I open Twitter, the first thing I see is Ilhan Omar spewing her morality on the world. Now, I understand law and morality are not the same thing. But the last thing I want to hear is you were married to your brother. You then married someone else while you were still married to your brother. And you were married to your brother because he came in, you wanted him in the country illegally. You married someone else while you were still married. That's a crime. Oh, by the way, marrying your brother is a crime. I, I'm sorry. It's a crime. Then you had an affair with someone while you were married to your other partner, and you had an affair with someone who's working for your campaign? I'm sorry. I And then this guy, this guy's company ends up freaking loaded with not only money from the campaign, which is campaign fraud, but also from uh, information that he had so that he could get loans and money from the government during COVID? This guy's a piece of shit. She's a piece of shit. She should be fully investigated. And you know what? Here's the thing. She won't be. But that's not the only thing. Apparently... Eric Swalwell's in some big trouble. He's been putting his pee-pee into the wrong ugly. (laughs) So Axios reported, and Axios is not a right-wing... Axios is about as left-wing as it gets. So listen to this. The alleged spy, Chinese National Christine Fang... And by the way, it's Fang Fang. She's got several different names, which of course most spies do targeted up-and-coming local politicians in the Bay Area across the country who had the potential to make it big on the national stage through campaign fundraising, extensive networking, perso- personal charisma, and roma- romantic and sexual relationships. Even though U.S. officials do not believe Feng received or passed on classified information to China, the case was a big deal – because there was some really, really sensitive people that were caught up in the intelligence network, a current senior U.S. intelligence official said. Now, I would like them to name that official, but the fact of the matter is no one is actually denying this, act- this happened. Fang's, so I'm continuing, Fang's ties to Swalwell began when he was a council member in Dublin County, California, which is part of China's long-term strategy of getting in with people before they make it big in the national stage. Fang met Swalwell through a Chinese student organization, by 2014 had quickly developed close ties to Swalwell's office, and she helped him bring in many donors. This is one of the problems. We should be uh, educating American citizens, not foreign citizens. The problem we have in this country is we need somehow, for some reason, we need to educate foreign people and we give them front of the line. These people come in here, they get educated, and for the most part, they're not spies. They actually go back to their country and help their country. Meanwhile, this bitch came in here. And she's hot. Don't get me wrong, Falwell. I don't know if he screwed her. Apparently, there is. I've heard rumors that there is some FBI tapes that said he did. She's hot. I would, I would have screwed her. But I love Asians. Don't get me wrong. But the fact of the matter is, this is the. She should not have been involved. And the Chinese government actually set her up to make her involved. Really weird stuff. So, we'll continue here. And by the way, Swalwell is married. So, I, you, you come up with that. It's your morality that determines that. So, quote, amid a widening counterintelligence probe, the federal investigators became so alarmed by Fang's behavior and activities that around 2015, they alerted Swalwell to their concerns, giving him what is known as a defensive briefing Swalwell, this is all for Maxios, by the way, a left wing publication. Swalwell immediately cut off all ties to Fang, according to a current U.S. intelligence official. Well, good for him. He has not been accused of any wrongdoing. The report said that Fang had, quote, at least two sexual interactions with elected officials that were recorded by FBI electronic surveillance. So now we need to be careful here because I don't want to say Swalwell was actually screwing this chick. I've heard rumor, I've heard um, reports that he did, and they actually do have some things that show her, show those two together. And she's hot. I mean, I, I don't blame him. Even Josie and I even say, oh, well, you you got a chance to screw by pit would you oh yeah in a sec uh, that's fine but but the reality is this okay so Swalwell's office when this got released issued a statement what a weak statement rep Swalwell, long ago provided information about a person whom he met more than 8 years ago and whom he hasn't seen in nearly 6 years to the FBI To protect information that might be classified, he will not participate in your story. What a chicken shit way to deal with that. I mean, seriously, really? He belongs to the House. He belongs to the House Intelligence Committee. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm way off here. That should be enough reason to kick his ass off the House Intelligence Committee. He's compromised. Especially if there's the possibility that he actually slept with her. This is pure justice. Because he's been accusing Trump of sleeping with the Russians. He even believed in those P tapes from the Steele dossier. None of which ended up being real. So screw him. I personally think an investigation needs to be launched. But with the upcoming Biden administration and the fact that this news is not being reported on CNN, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC, AP, Reuters, it's not being reported anywhere. It's being ignored. This is a huge story. This is a guy who's actually involved in spying whether it's on purpose or accident, who knows? A couple of sources have actually said, well, yeah, no, he didn't talk to her six years ago or eight years ago. He talked to her recently. I don't know. We're going to have to see. Um, nothing's been brought up. I got a feeling nothing's going to be actually made out of it. Okay. So now let's go to the stupid. We need to just cover some stupid and have some fun. This is going to go beyond, uh, and by the way, I don't have a script here. I just got the videos at dumbasses because I'm just going to go for this. Uh, let's go for the stupid and enjoy some of the stupid. And there's a lot of stupid. I personally think my first 15 minutes in these, uh, podcasts should be just on news. And then Another 15 to 30 minutes should be on just the stupid of the world. Um, and here's here's one that's just, just like, oh my God, you've got to be absolutely kidding. Wokeness has taken over Walmart Santa Clauses. I'm sorry, not Walmart Santa Clauses, but mall Santa Clauses. Let's listen to this one. You'll love this. I couldn't believe I was hearing this. And if you may not be able to hear a lot because it was a video recorded off a of phone, but I'll explain it after. Listen to this. No,
1: I, no, no guns. Nerve guns. No, not even a nerve gun. No, if, you, you, if your dad wants to get it for you, that's fine, but I can't bring it to you. What else would you like lots of other toys, there's Legos, there's bicycles, there's cars and trucks, what do you think? What do you
0: think? It's okay, you're dead. The video is easier to watch and get what's going on. So this is a kid who is, I don't know where, um, he asked Santa for a Nerf gun And Santa sits back and says, no, I can't get you any kind of gun. Now, by the way, I've never heard of Santa actually say no, no, period. It's always, we'll see what we can do, things like that. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. But what he did was he flat out said, no, no guns, no guns. Your dad can get you a gun. By the way, the kid's dad was a police department. I'm sorry, New York. That's where it's from because he's a New York City policeman. All right. So the guy, the, the Santa Claus, the fake Santa Claus sat back and said, no, I, I can't get you a gun and, or anything else you want, talk to me about. Mom was petrified. She was just like, by the way, the kid ended up with a Nerf gun. The kid's getting a Nerf gun for Christmas. So everyone relax. So of course the kid is just like, Whoa, well, anything I say, you just said anything I want and I told you a Nerf gun, and now you're telling me I can't have a Nerf gun. Well, so what does the kid do? He breaks down crying. He's four years old. Four years old. Here's the thing. Wokeness has gotten out of freaking control. Now Santa Clauses are telling you you can't have something that you ask? What the frick is going on in our country? This was just absolutely a terrible thing. Now, I was watching Steven Crowder, and they actually interviewed this person, and this person, and basically, he, Steven Crowder acted like Santa Claus. He was funny as all hell. Um, the parents were mortified by this whole thing. And the par- and Steven Crowder said, you know what? We'll send him whatever he wants. You tell us what he- You know what the parents said? You know what? We're blessed. We don't need anything. I tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll send you somebody who actually does need something. But we don't need anything. If you want to send a token, that's fine. But he got his Nerf gun. He got a Razor scooter. He got everything he wants for Christmas. He doesn't need anything. Let's get together and let's send it to someone who needs it. This is the world we're living in right now. Where political correctness has gone completely out of control. A Nerf gun. What is this? He wasn't asking for a forty-five ACP. He was asking for a, a Colt forty-five ACP. He was asking for a Nerf gun so he could shoot things. Kids like boys, especially, like guns. They do. His father's a cop. His father carries a gun all the time. This was a thing? If it were me, it'd be like, uh, Santa, shut the fuck up or I'm going to beat the crap out of you. But the cop wasn't there. And he said, yeah, he was pretty bent out of shape about the whole thing. It's disgusting. We are training our men today to be boys or effeminate. Don't embrace the way you actually are as a male or a masculine individual. Matter of fact, it's okay if you want to shoot up um, uh, testosterone or... Female hormones to make yourself from a man to a woman or from a woman to a man at four years old. There's less controversy about this. Well, good news this video went viral because people are saying, What the frick? Who is this guy to say anything? And that's a fact. But here's the thing there's more. Let's go into more stupidity. Let's listen to a chick who is, uh, she's a teacher, a first-year teacher, screaming at protesters who want to open the economy because their businesses are going to hell, sit back and start yelling and telling these protesters they should die and that she's a teacher and she knows more than they do. Listen to this crap. Now, I'll let you in on something. I don't think teachers are heroes. I don't. I think teachers don't do shit. They get, they work for nine months. They take three months off. They get six weeks off in the middle of December in January. I I don't think, I never understood why people make teachers into something they're not. You've got a job. Do your job. This broad probably belongs to a teacher's union. Not teaching, not working at all right now, but getting paid. She goes on Zoom maybe for an hour a day. I I do not consider, police officers I consider heroes. Firefighters I consider heroes. People like my friend Dave, I consider a hero because he's got to go to work. He doesn't have any say on what he can and can't do. Teachers, not heroes. You're teaching little kids how to add one plus one. And they're getting worse. Now they're teaching kids how to, how shall I say, uh, be indoctrinated into the same bullshit that this broad is screaming about? These people want their businesses started. Those people are heroes. Good news is this chick actually got suspended from her job. And which means she's going to be sitting in a classroom by herself, getting paid, Because that's what happens when a teacher, because of teachers' unions, when they perform misconduct, they don't get fired, they get stuck in a classroom, and they sit back and do I don't know what. This is a common thing in New York, where a substantial number of teachers are on leave because of of indiscretions. And they still get paid because that's what the teachers unions have bargained with. This gal is screaming. She's like 23 years old, is screaming they should all die. They should kill themselves. She's a teacher. Oh, well, she's a teacher. She buts. No. Can I let you in on something? I can outteach any teacher. I'm an English literature major. I guarantee you I can now teach any teacher, and the kids will have fun, and the kids will probably actually learn something. This broad has what she... And she was so hysterical. Her windshield wipers were going. She wasn't driving. She was in a car. It's just really disgusting what the left supports and accepts. And by the way, all these guys were doing is saying, hey, USA, USA... And you heard it in the video. USA, USA... And she's like, I'm a teacher, you should all die, blah, blah, F you, F you, middle finger. Oh, stupidity in its ranks. But you know something? This teacher will be given hero status by the media. And meanwhile, someone who is really trying is screwed. And it seems like the government wants her to fail. And meanwhile, they support the same thing with other industries. This is another viral uh, viral video where a bar owner was forced to shut down indoor and outdoor dining. And right next door, right next door to where she shut down, is a film crew and and all their outdoor dining for the film crew. And she went off. Like, how is this fair? And then you gotta wonder. Uh, I'll, I'll just listen to the video.
1: So, this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart. And I come in today because I'm organizing a protest, and I came in to get stuff for that. Hey! And I walk into my parking lot. And obviously Mayor Garcetti has approved this, has approved this being set up for, this being set up for, for a movie company. I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me and they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. And people wonder why I'm protesting and why I have had enough. (laughs) They have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. that this is dangerous, but right next to me, as a slap in my face, that's safe. This is safe? 50 feet away? This is dangerous. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this.
0: This woman is a hero. This is a hero. Not the fucking teacher that is driving down the street in her car, not working and getting paid. Not a teacher who is spewing out the crap that our students are learning, that parents have to go and say, no, that's not true. This is a true hero. A hero who's defending her business against the hypocrisy right down the parking lot from where her customers are supposed to be parking. That's a hero. Teachers are not heroes. And I will debate any teacher. You know a teacher. And she said, no, we're all heroes. No, I will tell you, you're not a hero. You've got a freaking cush job that gets paid pretty well. And I don't want to hear, I've got an ex-wife who's a teacher and she says, I don't get paid shit. No, you get paid quite a bit actually. You've got a cush job. You get four months out of the year off. You've got a cush job. That's why you don't get paid like I did or like I do, because I do something that's actually material. I do something that's actually necessary. You're teaching kids. I I tell you what, give me your money. I will teach kids. No problem. And I'll teach them far, far better than half these teachers. I, all I know is I hear my, I hear Josie's um, I hear Josie's kids come home and say, "Hey, where are you at mom that's not a that's not English. what are you talking about? where are you at? Where are you? That's English. These kids aren't taught shit they're taught about how bad the environment is. They're taught about How COVID, Trump killed COVID, how Republicans are evil, how everyone's a Nazi, if they don't believe, how anti-race theory, they're taught all this crap, how bad the United States is. That's what they're taught. That does not make a teacher a hero. I'm sorry. It doesn't. And whenever I watch television, uh, mainstream television, oh, we're having teacher awards and for some reason this is something you have on television? Who gives a shit? I don't care about teacher awards. What the hell does that teacher do that makes that teacher probably spew leftist crap? This is a person that is a hero in the last video. That's a hero. That's someone who's standing up for themselves. They're standing up for their business. They're standing up for their independence. Whereas a teacher, they get their money from the freaking city, state, county, Federal government, they're not getting anything. They're not making or producing a goddamn thing. It's disgusting. The last story, the last story, I know I'm a little bit over, but the last story has to do with Goya. Remember a while back, Goya actually said they supported President Trump? Um, The CEO, Bob, you you nanny i I can't pronounce his name, but he actually said that um he was he's heavily against communism, why because he's lived in a communist country, and he supported Trump and his view against communism, and then Goya, which makes basically it's a Mexican company, makes Mexican food like black beans is their famous thing. And apparently, there's another one called Adobe or I, I, I Nobi. I don't know what it's called. I don't eat Goya, but he sat back and he said, "President Trump, I support you." Blah blah blah. And he said this in front of President Trump. He actually got big kudos from President Trump. And then AOC sat back and stated, "I'm learning how to make Adoni or whatever it's called on Google." Basically, she was calling for a boycott of Goya. Well, Goya, apparently in the last quarter, made more money than they've ever made because of this supposed boycott. Here's here's a little secret, by the way. Boycotts don't work. They really don't work. They've never... They have absolutely never worked. Um, so what did Goya do? And this Yukane... Um, I got a... Yunanuhu? What he did was he made Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the employee of the month because they did so freaking well. And, of course, AOC said that she didn't really boycott Goya. She just um, said she wanted to know how to make this thing two minutes, make this dish that Goya makes in two minutes after he had praised President Trump. And so, and didn't she blame Fox News? This is what she said. But of course, Fox News would rather indulge their made-up fantasies than acknowledge that in the Trump admin's catastrophic response to COVID, millions of people rushed to buy canned goods, which then had to be rationed at grocery stores. We know that neither acknowledging science nor food rationing under crony capitalism works in their understanding of reality so that they're gonna go with food staples sold out because of of a tweet once. What the frick is she saying? So in other words, she blamed capitalism. She blamed Trump. She blamed the right wing. She said that, Uh, There's no science behind it. Well, newsflash, AOC, congrats. You made Goya more money than they had. And yeah, I don't know. When you actually released those tweets you were calling for a boycott, everyone knew it. And people hate you because you are very pretty, but you're very dumb and you're very mean. So, congratulations, AOC, uh, employee of the month at Goya. So you can follow me on Twitter at Run RunninFool, r u n n i n f e w l. You can uh, you can follow me on Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Though YouTube has changed their has changed some things, so I'm not even sure you can follow me on. YouTube anymore. We'll take a look. Um, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so that you can view all of my links, my show notes, uh, videos, graphics, anything like that. You've listened. This is Gene and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.